guys, welcome to episode 144 of SwiftCast. This is Ashley, Adam, Haley, and Steph. And we have a great episode for you guys this week. A ton of news to catch up on since we didn't put out a new episode last week. But most importantly, what we're going to be talking about is that Taylor just confirmed that New Romantics is the next single. Woo! Very cool. And I think we were all very surprised by that. Yeah, I was really surprised. I definitely thought we were done, but I also definitely think that it's a great choice for a single. And the problem that we've had this whole time is that every song from 1989, including the bonus tracks, could and should be singles. Absolutely. I saw somebody wrote that because Taylor decided to also release New Romantics, she now has to release every single song so the other ones don't have self-esteem issues. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this is the most number of singles she's ever released from an album. I believe that's right. This is the seventh? Right. I was just looking at Red, and Red was a little weird because she had country singles, and then she had U.S. singles, and then she had international singles. So she actually, for Red, had We're Never, Begin Again, Trouble, 22 red everything has changed and the last time so that is seven and her last single for red was released in october of 2013 for the last time which was a little less than a year before shake it off was released so that was a year after red came out and here we are at a year and a half since 1989 just about and she's still putting out another single and I mean, I assume that this is the real last one, but who knows? Who knows? I think it's the last one, but I thought Out of the Woods was the last one, especially the way she packaged it up so nicely with the music video. Exactly, and the way the music video ended, and she could kind of just end this era with the Grammys performance, but we were wrong. Well, I think that she has been wanting to go for a certain amount of number ones from 1989. And maybe she felt like if she won the Grammy, that was like a sign that it would be okay for her to release another. Yeah, if Taylor manages to get another number one from 1989, I think it will set a lot of different records for her. So Out of the Woods has been climbing the charts, but it's been sort of a slow progression and i'm betting she thinks new romantics can hit number one it's such an anthem it's such a song that even people that don't like her or follow her songs that closely could probably like absolutely and it's a good time for the single because spring will be coming and summer and new romantics is definitely in my opinion a spring slash summer anthem yeah, I mean, it's about basically having fun with your friends, and I think that's something everyone can obviously relate to. And if you guys want to take a look back on episode 99 last year, we did an in-depth song discussion on it where we took apart the lyrics and analyzed it that way. That was a really fun discussion. It was one of my favorite ones that we ever did. And we even got into where the term New Romantics comes from and how we think Taylor interpreted it and a lot of stuff like that. So it was a really good one for sure. Well, we're going to talk a little bit more about new romantics later on in this episode, but for now we have a whole bunch of older tweets. 
And our first one comes from seven years ago in February of 2009. Taylor tweeted, it's 3.58 a.m. in London, and I accidentally fell asleep at 6.30 p.m. So now I'm wide awake and have no idea what to do. Write a song? <laughs> Jet lag. Who knows if that song turned into a huge hit. We will never know. I guess it would have potentially been on the Speak Now album. Or maybe even the Platinum Fearless. Our next one is from February 25th of 2010. Taylor tweeted, Management meeting. We got a giant new conference room table. My mom and my manager are talking on walkie-talkies from opposite ends of it. I can't believe that was six years ago. That feels like it was yesterday. <laughs> I think there were even photos, maybe. Well, I think there might have been a scene of that in one of her vlogs back when she was vlogging. Does anybody else remember yeah, that? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, because I just, I just saw that recently. It was pretty funny. I love how goofy they can be at times. Our next one comes from February 18th of 2010. She said, I just used Sharpie as an eyeliner in the airplane bathroom. Have any of you guys done that? Definitely not. No. I imagine it would be very hard to get out. Well, our next one is from February 14th of 2011. Liz, Caitlin, and I just burst into song in the middle of a crowded Japanese department store when Battlefield by Jordan Sparks came on. <laughs> so that was when she started the Speak Now World Tour internationally before she came to the U.S. The next one comes from February 25th, 2012, and Taylor tweeted, A by myself cupcake-making party, and it was an Instagram photo of a bunch of cupcakes, and they look delicious. Taylor, you don't have to have a by yourself cupcake party. You can invite me. The next one, I think, is a lot of people's favorite thing that happened on The Ellen Show, or at least one of their favorite things that happened on The Ellen Show. On February 21st, 2012, Taylor tweeted, Hey, so Zac Efron and I are going to be on Ellen today talking about the Lorax and other incredibly random things and singing. That was amazing. That was the time that they sang the song to Pumped Up Kicks, their own version of it. Right. right. Really weird, really weird. I loved that version. Then on February 24th of 2013, Taylor tweeted, Midnight Cinnamon Roll. I'd blame the jet lag, but I'm not even sorry. The plate that she put that cinnamon roll on was so pretty. It was pink and very intricate. I love when she posts photos like this because then we get to see what little knickknacks she has. I love the little picture frame she has sitting on the table by the cinnamon roll. Our next one is also one of my favorites. From February 25th, 2013, Taylor tweeted, Driving home, Maroon 5, Daylight came on, and I was screaming the woes so loud the people in the car next to me thought I needed help. So <laughs> every time I hear that song, I remember this tweet. Maybe they were just looking at her because she's Taylor Swift, though. Could be. Maybe. I think I would give her the same look if I saw her in the car next to me, whether she was just there or whether she was screaming. The next one comes from February 22nd, 2014. Bare feet in the sand on a Saturday. And it was an Instagram photo of her and Lord at the beach. Wow, two years ago already. That feels like yesterday. 
On February 16th, 2014, Taylor tweeted, days off are for dot 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 dot, and then she had a photo of cookies on Instagram. Boy, that's cookies and cupcakes and cinnamon rolls all in the past couple tweets. There must be something about February. <laughs> Hibernation period. Our next one comes from February 26th of 2015, and she said, I don't understand this odd dress debate. I feel like it's a trick somehow. I'm confused and scared. P.S. It's obviously blue and black. <laughs> wow, that was a year ago everybody was talking about this dress. I don't miss it. <laughs> and Adam, didn't you mention there's a new one now with a hoodie? Yeah, I don't think it became as popular, but I saw something going around online with like a, a shirt or a sweatshirt and people saw different things in different colors, but it didn't blow up as big as that dress one did. I completely agreed with Taylor. The whole thing was confusing and scary, and I just didn't understand how people saw the gold and white. But then later I eventually saw it, which made it even more confusing and scary for me. Our last one's from February 17th, 2015. About a year ago, Taylor tweeted, Watch Jimmy Fallon and me get dancey and sporty tonight to celebrate the one-year anniversary of Fallon Tonight. So excited about this. And I can't believe that this one was a year ago. Yeah. I love the memes that came out of this. Oh yeah, that was great. Her throwing the popcorn around, all the different outfits they had. It's always fun when she goes on his show. Yeah, whether it's ooh or this or even just an interview. Well, that's all we have for the older tweets. And now we're going to move into a lot of news with Keeping Up With Swift. The first one is some cool fan news. Swifties have been nominated for Best Fan Army at the iHeart Awards. And in addition, Bad Blood has been nominated for Best Collaboration. Our next piece of news is Taylor's self-titled album, as well as the Fearless album, will be released on vinyl. And that will come out May 6th. That's very exciting. We've been waiting for that for a long time. Yeah, I've been waiting for these and I don't even have a record player. I just collect all of the records and don't actually play them. Someday I'll have one. Well, I didn't realize that at a certain point, I didn't realize that they weren't all out on vinyl. And one time I went looking online for Fearless and I was very disappointed that it didn't exist. So I guess they just started doing it with Speak Now. That's true. I think Taylor realized that she had a great opportunity for it. I was super excited when it got released that they were doing this because I've been wanting those ones on vinyl as well. Yeah, it's smart too because Taylor's vinyls have been dominating the vinyl charts in terms of yearly sales. Hers are always at the top. So this will be good. So when people buy the vinyl, does that count as sales for the album? Oh, uh, that's a really good question. I'm not sure. I know they have a chart for vinyls, but I'm not sure if it, that counts toward the album sales. I would think. Well, I'm definitely going to be pre-ordering them. Our next piece of news is that Taylor won an NME award for International Solo Artist of the Year, and she made a funny video that she posted accepting the award at her house. The shape of the award was a little interesting. It was a gesture. Yeah, so is that the actual award? Yes. That's very interesting. <laughs> there were some funny gifts that were made out of that video. Yeah, 
And we also got to see a little bit of Taylor's home in L.A. And Olivia was even in the background walking around, which was funny. Taylor was the maid of honor at her childhood friend Brittany Mack's wedding last week. And it was crazy. She went to her old hometown of Reading and she went to visit her old house with Andrea. And uh, she spent some time there in Reading. And a video was recently released of a montage of the wedding, which is pretty cool. It showed the rehearsal dinner and the wedding and the reception. And we even got to see excerpts from Taylor's toast to Brittany. And some of my favorite parts from her toast were when she said, my favorite accomplishment of my entire life is that everything in my life has changed except for me and Brittany. She was my partner in crime at Brownie's sleepaway camp, and she was my date to the Grammys. And little did either of us know, Prince Charming for Brittany would be the kid who sat next to me in class with a bowl cut and a Lego lunchbox. So that was a very nice toast. It reminded me of Taylor getting up during the 1989 tour and doing her clean speech and always varying it up. She's very good at giving speeches. But it also showed Taylor dancing during the reception, and she even got up on stage. She sang Shake It Off, and she also did Blank Space. Unfortunately, you can't hear those on this video, but you get to see her up on stage, and that's pretty neat. So if you haven't seen that, go check it out. Next, we have a little bit of donation news. Our first one is Taylor donated $250,000 to Kesha who is currently going through a whole bunch of legal stuff and is probably going to use that for some of her legal fees. Yeah, the other really cool thing is that Jack Antonoff tweeted out his support for Kesha, and he said that he would be willing to produce something for her. And it's just nice. Taylor and Jack just won Grammys for the production of 1989, and here they are both helping an artist who's really struggling. So... It was just nice to see that. And another donation-related item, Taylor just recently donated $100,000 to a pediatric cancer research organization. But she has certainly had a big month for donations, and it's no wonder that for the past several years, she has been at the top of the list of charitable celebrities. And our final piece of news for this week is that Taylor will be featured in a collector's edition of... Us Weekly for June 2016. Strange that those pictures are out now and we have to wait so long for the magazine. It should hopefully hit newsstands by May, but that's a long ways off. Maybe they'll release it really early because it's collectors. I don't know. It's just funny because I remember Us Weekly did a different collector's issue of Taylor and it was back when she still had her curly hair and now here we are. This one looks really neat. I'm excited to get it. Even the colors on the cover look 80s. Now, normally we'd move into our calendar section right about now, but there actually is nothing. That's sad. But that will allow us to move right on into our mini segments for some Swifty problems from this week. Our first one is that from Mel B. Swifties 13, who tweeted, I'm so broke because I just bought a $60 shirt because it says fearless. Swifty problem. We understand. It happens. Our next one comes from Sassin Ron, and she says, 
to Scott Bruschetta. My Swifty Sweet 16 is tomorrow, and all she cares about is how many Grammy Awards Taylor Swift will win. Swifty problems. And it looks like she's talking about her daughter in this. And I'm sure she was very thrilled that Taylor won three Grammys back a couple weeks ago. And she probably had a great Sweet 16 because of it. Definitely. And our last one comes from A. Saleta on Twitter. How the heck do you get to FaceTime with Taylor Swift? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Hashtag Swifty problems. I want to know this question as well. I guess Taylor FaceTimed a fan from Tumblr randomly last week. Yeah, because she liked his reaction to watching her win Album of the Year. And then she decided to donate $1,989 to his school's thon. She just keeps donating money. But the fan just had no idea this was happening. He was actually in bed, and Taylor was FaceTiming him. It's crazy. Well, now we'll move into our fashion segment with some of Taylor's recent outfits from the month of February. On February 3rd of 2016, Taylor went to the iHeartRadio Music Summit, and she didn't announce that she's releasing new music or a new album. She was just there to be excited about the great year that she had. But she was wearing an Aqua by Bloomingdale's ribbed lace-up bodysuit, and it was black, and it is only $48. Our next one comes from when she was shopping at Barney's in Beverly Hills, and this is on February 18th, and she was wearing a one-by-one gray-day Tatum sweater, and that's $278. Our next item is from when Taylor was at Brittany Mac's wedding in... Reading, Pennsylvania, on February 20th, she wore a Reem Acra custom gown, and this gown was actually very similar to the one that she wore in 2013 at the Winter White Scala. Yes, that one was also a Reem Acra dress. It was gorgeous, and so was Britney's. Our next one comes from February 21st, when Taylor went to New York City after the wedding, and she was seen leaving the Vogue offices wearing Jimmy Choo Anouk Nude Patent Pointed Toe Pumps, and those are $595. Yeah, that was interesting. What's she doing at the Vogue offices? Taking over Vogue. <laughs> addition to everything else. I don't know. She was on Vogue when 1989 was released. She had that great 80s sort of cover. And then shortly after that, she had the Vogue cover with Carly. About a year ago. Seems like a sign. I don't know. We'll see. Just was very interesting to me. That night in New York, Taylor met up with Lena Dunham for dinner. She wore a jumpsuit in black that was in ATM by Anthony Thomas Merlillo. And that is $450. She wore a Farrah Gray long wool coat, which is by Soia and Coo which is $560. She wore Kate Spade Jolene Patent Black Heels, which were $328, but you can get them in the nude color for $164. And then she carried her Prada Safiano Medium Tote, which is $2,100. Our next one was when she was arriving at Milk Studios in New York. On February 22nd, she was wearing a aqua turtleneck fringe high-low sweater, which is normally $68, but it's on sale for 51 
She was wearing a See You Soon Bordeaux wool coat, $203. And she was wearing her Barney's Suede Brandy Over the Knee Boots, $795. And then on February 24th, she was back in L.A. And this was when she was leaving Isabel Morant. She was wearing an Isabel Morant Sanga jersey mini dress, which is $342, with her Versace Medusa flap bag. And for shoes, she had Vetements leather platform boots, which are $990. And finally, on February 25th in West Hollywood, California, she was leaving Maya Restaurant, and she was wearing an ALC Alley top, $195. An Isabel Morant Dryum double-breasted jacket, $771. Also, Isabel Morant Dallin high-rise peg-leg trousers, $490. She was wearing Manolo Blahnik BB pumps in white, $595. And finally, she was carrying a Moina FSR 09 clutch, which is not available, but is $140. And thank you, as always, to TaySwiftStyle.com for collecting all of Taylor's fashion. So, for our main discussion, since the most important thing that happened was Taylor confirming New Romantics as the single, I guess we sort of wanted to revisit any music video predictions that we might have since I'm sure those have changed since we first talked about the song last year. Well, I was definitely surprised when we found out that earlier this week, it looks like, and we aren't certain about this, but it looked like Taylor was seen shooting a music video or scenes for the music video or something like that, uh, because I would have thought that it would be a tour video. What did you guys think? I think we all thought it would have been a tour video. But then when she announced the live 1989 streaming on Apple, then I thought, oh, then maybe there won't be a tour video. For this era now it looks like it's just going to be a regular video which is exciting there can be both though because while there was no tour dvd for red of course there was a tour video but then going back to speak now speak now did have both a dvd and a tour video yeah i just felt like the way apple was promoted and the way it was such a huge deal that maybe she would skip a tour video for this time. Yeah, it was kind of like exclusive. But I mean, I would be excited either way. It just looked like she had shut down Sunset Boulevard in LA and she was seen in a Toyota filming something. It will be interesting to see if Joseph Kahn is involved, if there is a music video for this. Yeah, I'm on his Twitter, but he's just going on about the Oscars, so it's hard to say. Yeah, I looked earlier, too. I was creeping to see if I could see anything, but who knows? Maybe Taylor will want to switch it up. Well, when do you guys think this video will be released? Well, New Romantics is already on the radio. I feel like it will definitely be by mid-March. Well, the iHeartRadio Awards are on April 3rd. I have to wonder if maybe she'll do some sort of announcement in conjunction with that. Oh, true. She has been really enjoying premiering her videos on platforms like Rockin' New Year's Eve and on various award shows. So maybe she will premiere it there. That would be a good idea. Yeah, that is a good idea. And I think the timeline fits too. If she is currently filming it right here around the end of 
February and the beginning of March. I think that is a good turnaround time about a month later to release it. So what do you guys think the video will be like? That's a tough question because obviously it could go in so many different directions. But I think it will be a fun video. Uh, for example, 22 was such a fun video. And I feel like New Romantics as a song is somewhat similar in terms of its musical composition. So I will say it'll be a fun, you know, kind of like a dancing free type video with less of a story, more of a, a fun atmosphere. I don't think that she can just be the star of this video by herself. I feel like she would need to have either her friends or backup dancers or someone with her in it. Well, interestingly, her backup dancers are also in L.A., or at least some of them are. And they had a video on Instagram about filming something in L.A. But I agree with you completely. It can't just be her, but she really played up the theme of having her squad and all of her friends for bad blood. So I don't know that she'll want to really redo that. So maybe she'll really focus on having this, like Adam said, a dancey sort of video, have her backup dancers. I, like Adam, envision it sort of like a 22 fun video. I think I mentioned that back when we first discussed the song, that it has a 22 sort of vibe to it. And I think it would also be cool to have a casino scene where she says she's about to play her ace. I would love it if they just did the video as a very literal interpretation of every part of the song, but I don't see her doing that. Like have trains and classrooms and bathrooms. <laughs> exactly. I'm definitely on the same page as you guys because of the line, where the new romantics, because she's talking about more than one person. So having it just be her wouldn't go well with the lyrics. But I could see her kind of like taking over L.A. And as Steph mentioned, how the dancers were seen filming something in L.A. We have no idea what it is, but I just thought back to I don't think any of the music videos in this era have featured any of the band members or dancers, have they? No. Because back in the day, in the, some of the previous eras, you had the band members in music videos like Picture to Burn, and there are probably others that I'm not remembering. We Are Never. Yes, We Are Never. And I think it'd be cool to bring them back and have them involved. That would be really cool. Because with We Are Never, it was so neat how they were all involved and they were all doing this single shoot together. Even back in the day with, like you said, Picture to Burn, our song, they were all in there, Mean, and it was just really fun. But I just, I like that idea, not just for the nostalgic aspects of it, but also because I don't know that it would be a good idea to have a ton of her friends in the video like she did with Bad Blood. I think it's fine personally. I just think other people might view it in a different manner. I can see the article headlines now. Taylor's showing off all her friends again. She has so many famous friends and just to put them in this music video again. And that would annoy me. So I like the idea of having the dancers and the band and her backup singers. That would be neat. Well, I guess we'll be finding out sometime in the next few weeks hopefully yeah i'm really liking this idea about her revealing it at the award show hopefully that means she'll go to the award show she'll probably win a lot of awards 
It's convenient since it's in LA. Yeah, what better place to reveal a music video that's set in LA than in LA? Perfect. Well, we'll definitely keep you guys posted as we learn more about the video. And just also a few reminders for you before we go. Hit the subscribe button on iTunes and it'll download the latest episode for you automatically every week. And you can follow us on Twitter at SwiftCast13. We're on Tumblr at SwiftCast13. You can find us at Instagram.com slash TheSwiftCast13. We're at Facebook.com slash TheSwiftCast. You can email us at TheSwiftCast13 at gmail.com. And all of that is on our website for you at SwiftCast13.com. So what do you guys think Taylor will do this week? She'll probably shut down LA again. (laughs) It just made me think of when she filmed the Target commercial in New York and was just going down the street with a bunch of balloons. Oh, (laughs) yes. That was great. Well, the older tweets that we read earlier, and I mentioned all the different food items that were part of those older tweets, I think she'll give us some type of Instagram post or Twitter video of her baking or cooking something because I bet she'll be in LA. She might not have a a whole lot going on because it's pretty much her off season. So maybe she'll be cooking. I don't know. I keep thinking she's going to have a quiet week and then she's always doing something. I always think, oh, nothing's going to happen. And then she announces a new single or shuts down LA. You know, it just, it's hard to tell. But I do think she might, once she's done filming this music video, she'll be a little less present. Well, we'll see you guys next week. And for now, for episode 144, this has been Ashley, Adam, Haley, and Steph. Bye, guys. Thanks, guys. See ya. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of SwiftCast. Visit us on the web at theswiftcast.com. SwiftCast is not directly affiliated with Taylor Swift, Big Machine Label Group, or 13 Management.